Hello and welcome back to the TTPA. Titani Talks Pirkei the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Here in Season 5, we have the commentary of the Sforno and the notes of Rabbi Pelkovitz. We are looking at Chapter 4. Paragraph 12, Parag Dalad Mishnah Yudbet, talking about limiting the business. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Heavy Be'asik, you should reduce your business activities ve'asok Torah and engage in Torah study. Don't think that you need 18 hours of work, two hours of sleep, and a little bit of Torah. Really lessen how much work you do and make more how much. Torah you're involved in. Be of humble spirit before every person. The greatest compliment that could be said of the greatest human being that was closest to Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu, was that he was an Eved Hashem and he was Anav Mikol Adam. He was the most humble person. If that's what they could say about Moshe Rabbeinu, then that's a lesson and an ideal and a level that we should try to attain for ourselves as well. If you should neglect the study of Torah, you'll come upon many excuses to neglect. It's very easy to push off Torah. I don't have time now. I'm too busy or this or that. You're going to have thousands of excuses to procrastinate against Torah. Carpe diem, seize the day, seize the ability to learn in Torah, work in Torah as much as you can. But if you labor in the Torah, God has ample reward to give to you. You push yourself to do Torah, you push yourself to learn Torah, to be involved in Torah, to try to be doing the Torah. Hashem will give you that reward. So make sure to lessen your business, but make greater your Torah. Make sure to be humble in front of everybody. It doesn't mean that you don't recognize your talents. It doesn't mean you don't recognize your capabilities and abilities and your milas. You don't think Rabbi Feinstein knew he was Rabbi Feinstein. You don't think Moshe Rabbeinu knew he was Moshe. It's that you know who you are, you know who your talents are, but you use it for Hashem. You really use it not to attain your own self-worth, but to further the betterness of the world and the goodness in the world. Push yourself to be involved in Torah, to labor in Torah, and Hashem will give you that reward as well. The Svartan points out, reduce your business activities, for in this manner you will have time to occupy yourself with Torah study. You will also demonstrate its importance and priority in your view, thereby honor Torah and he who gave it, as it is written, Sal Salah Osiroma Mecca. Exalt her and she shall elevate you. Be of humble spirit. Be of humble spirit before every person, for then they will recognize that your intent in studying Torah is not motivated by a desire to attain honor for yourself. If you neglect the study of Torah because of your business activities, this neglect will be compounded by many other demands that will deter you from Torah study. Therefore, you are admonished to reduce these activities, but if you labor in the Torah and reduce your transitory pursuits, God has ample reward to give you, which will be realized from the little labor expended by you, for you will enjoy great gain, both in this world and the world to come, as it is written, for this book of Torah shall not depart out of your mouth, for then your way will be prosperous. That comes from Yeshua, referring to transitory life and us taskil. Then you shall succeed, referring to the attain, referring to the attainment of eternal life. 
The notes point out a person who is honored for his knowledge of Torah must demonstrate through his behavior and demeanor that he is not using his mastery of Torah for the purpose of gaining recognition, respect, and honor. Otherwise, it might seem as though he were abusing Torah rather than pursuing it to gain knowledge of God's will and wisdom. That is why Rabbi Mir combines his admonition to reduce one's business pursuits and devote more time to Torah with the admonition to be humble in spirit. Sfarno applies the verse in the book of Joshua to Rabbi Meir's assurance that a little labor will go a long way, providing one's intent is to spend more time in Torah study. He interprets the verse to mean that God promised Yeshua prosperity in this world and success in the world to come on condition that Israel would continue to apply themselves to the study of Torah after entering Eretz Yisrael. For when they would settle in the land, they would no longer live in a miraculous fashion as they did in the wilderness when they were free to study Torah. It was therefore important for the Almighty to caution Joshua and Israel to limit their time in pursuit of the material so as to continue their diligent study of Torah, which was their sole occupation when they were from heaven. Now as they begin a new life as a nation in Eretz, so they would have to live a normal, natural existence. Hence, they must be cautioned not to abandon their intellectual and spiritual growth as a people. So remember, limit yourself in that business. Push yourself in that Torah. Be humble as spirit before everyone, before all you meet understanding your capabilities and your strengths and your talents, but not pushing yourself and pushing your ego because of it. Don't make yourself be pushed away from Torah. There will be many excuses always not to learn Torah, but learn Torah, be involved in Torah. Don't let Torah push you away. There will be much reward Hashem can give you in this world and the world to come. Join us next time as we talk in the TTPA, even being involved with fulfilling a single mitzvah, how great that is, here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.